Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this weekend interview with your host and guide, Anthony Drago. I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening to us on TDN Radio or watching us on Facebook Live and on TDNTV.net, uh, you could be listening to us from Nature Isle on RVR Jams, uh, DigiPlay Channel 59 in Dominica. Thank you for joining in. We appreciate you every week. I tell you how much I appreciate you making this weekend interview part of your weekly schedule. To my regular listeners, I, again, I, I, I much love. I appreciate the I appreciate the love that you show by coming back every week. If tonight is the first time that you're listening to this weekend interview, welcome. And my objective is to make you a regular listener tonight. Um, probably second to politics is my love for, for reading and my admiration for writers and authors. And so what brings me my guest tonight on this weekend interview is that the Waitakubuli writers are, are launching an anthology of, of Dominican writers' work, new work uh, made up of poems, and short stories, 24, a collaboration among 24 of a Dominican death. And so tonight representing the White Kubuli writers is uh, Mr. Roy Sanford. Roy is no stranger to this weekend interview and to TDN radio. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've, we've embraced him as part of the TDN family. Roy was my guest um, two years ago when I did the literary month where i interviewed two of dominican authors every week and roy writes um stories about dominican folklore you know sukia and larger bless and all of the spirits who will think um that we grew up as young people in dominica telling stories about those things and scaring the, the daylights out of each other well, it happens at night so <laughs> um frightening the darkness out of us uh, and, and so we had a really good time that during that time. And then for the last two seasons of Redemption Road, yes, Redemption Road, Roy is uh, one of the actors, very talented actors on Redemption Road. So he is my guest tonight on this weekend interview. There is a launching of the anthology of uh, the Dominican writers called, uh, so on Saturday at the Old Mill. And that's what we're going to be talking about when when we come back. As usual, let's take a quick break, listen to Mikhail Henderson do the Tarakum anthem, and we'll be right back with Roy Sanford, uh, all the way from Dominica. So stay tuned. From many distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain. By test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us. The heroes of lands in the sun We vow to join hands and to focus On building 
Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. Definitely, you know, every time I hear this song, I I am just struck by the talent that is Nicole Henderson and the Caricom anthem. The bonds, the bonds that unite us, are strong. Um, to paraphrase one of the one of the one of the sentences in there, and um, that's what we're talking about tonight. Uh, tonight on this weekend interview, my topic is about an anthology of Dominican literary work, uh, a collaboration among, between 24 artists, poets, and short story writers. And it is called uh, Montage Dominique. And, and 
what it is is uh, a book, as I said, a collection uh, that has been released. And my guest tonight is Mr. Roy Sanford. Roy is joining me all the way from Dominica, and I appreciate that. And uh, a very warm welcome back uh, to you, my brother. It's been a while, uh, but I see you've been busy. <laughs> and so I, I want to wish you a very, a very good welcome. Thank you very much. Appreciate Awesome. Now, I did a little bit of an introduction, and I know you're not here necessarily in a capacity totally as Roy Sanford author, but for the folks who, but you're here nonetheless, and you have published works and everything. So I, I want to start tonight by giving you the opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience, introduce them to some of your work, and then we will launch into the anthology that you're here to um to invite them to partake in and to share. Right. Well, um, um, I am here really to, um, to talk about our new anthology or collection of writing by um, members of White Ubley Writers. I collect short stories and poems, um, very interesting short stories and poems. And um, it's something that really captures um, Dominica's um, literary. Well, right, right. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. I want. To, I want you to introduce yourself, and then. Oh, you to introduce myself. Oh, okay. I want you to introduce yourself. I want folks to know who is that that they are talking to before we jump into the anthology. Okay. Well, but, well, my, my name is Roy Sanford. Um, I'm from the I'm from the Kalinago territory in Dominica. Um, I was born and raised there. Um, I um, have written at least. I've, I, I've always, I've always liked writing, actually. And, and uh, I remember from since I was a child, I used to um, read it, scribble little stories and stuff in my in in my in my notebook. And um, but I think um, I started getting involved in writing. Um, when I when I was studying in the U.S., um, I some, somebody told me to write some. I can't remember. It was so many years ago. Write some some article for for a newsletter, and which I did. And um, and from I just think my my writing um, my writing um, skills started developing from there. So um, yes, I I worked. Um, after I graduated, I worked for um, the Jamaica Gleaner, um, oh. one of the oldest, uh, one of the oldest newspapers in the Caribbean. I was one of the um, the journalists there for about uh, about twelve years, and then afterward, well, I was living in Jamaica then, and then I moved to Dominica, where I was the editor of Dominica News Online for about thirteen years. Um, and then um, that is when I began putting my thoughts together for writing something that that has been you know at the back of my mind for many years. And um, so my first collection of stories actually was um, was a, a self-published work which I which I called Three Nights Later, um, and it's a collection of stories based on Dominican folk tales, all the stories that we heard when we were growing up in the countryside, because as you know, I grew up in a Kalinago territory, it's rural, very rural area. Um, even when we were growing up, you know, electricity was not as 
it is today. We had no computers, we had no tablets. So we used to listen to all these stories underneath a big breath we had in Oyan. And so these stories had always fascinated me because I thought that they were just part of our culture. And um the and I thought that they were kind of being lost in modern times. You know, we were we having new we have new characters taking over our culture and the, 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 the those mythological characters in the past kind of being you know tossed away and stuff that was the aim of this book was really to kind of bring back some of these interesting characters that we used to listen to when we were children you know and um so that so i wrote this i think about two years before hurricane maria um and it, you know it did you know it done relatively well i was very surprised actually um and um i really thought it i just thought it was a little um a little personal project that i was doing so just for my own personal thing you know i never expected it to really take off um in, in such a way and um and before i know it you know I, I i i'm looking at the um the sales on on amazon and i'm like whoa you know and people are writing me and telling me whoa i, I haven't heard these stories for so long and you know, just bring back so much memories and, you know, and just the nostalgia was there and it is just really cool. And, you know, so, um, and, and I just thought, you know, probably it kind of struck a chord in, in a lot of people, you know, um, and basically that's the only, um, published work that I have, um, in terms of, 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 um, work of, of stories and all that stuff, you know, um, but before that, most of my published works were in newspapers, um, well, Jamaica Gleaner. Um, I wasn't only a reporter, but I also was an opinion writer. So, um, uh, so I have a lot of published works in terms of newspaper pub public publication, not really as a book publisher. And um, and also, go ahead. yes, go ahead. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to interrupt your flow. Go ahead. You continue talking about about your work. You said. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. That's the. Um, the first published works that I work that I had in, in form of a book, but um, you know, we well the new anthology. Um, there's there. I have one story in there. You have a story. Also, I have one story in there, and also well, based on the same folklore um things, you know, and um also in um Flying Crapo, which I think came out what two years ago or a year and a half ago, yeah. And I have two stories in there. So those are the. Yeah, for those that don't know, the Flying, the Flying Crapple is a project of um, the Tidian um, Radio, Tidian Media Family, um, a project spearheaded by um, Nicole Georges in collaboration with Sam and people like yourself, and so on. So yeah, you see, I'm happy that you introduced yourself because I didn't have that journalism background. I, I am just learning of that. And I remember the last time that you were with us, um, it was it was to talk about your published work three nights later right and i have a little story that that i want to tell that we do because of covid everybody does stuff over zoom and so we had a little family zoom gathering for christmas and one of my sisters says um she has a story that she wants to read that's going to remind us of our childhood because i would just say that you say you grew up in the Car in the Kalinago territory, so you're my neighbor because I grew up in Castleville. So the same darkness that you experience, the black of electricity, <laughs> the same darkness that, that I grew up in, and the same stories we used to tell, you know, on the mango tree and the, the right. hooks area and so on. So similar, very, very um 
similar um, upbringing on the on the east coast of of Dominica. But my sister said, "Oh, I ha I bought this book, and there are stories in it that remind us of the stories that we used to tell when we were kids." And it turns out that the story that she read, she read it. I said, "Oh, I know that story. Oh, it was a story from one of your books, from your book, I'm um, three nights later." But I'm happy that um, the book got well received, and I will let you know we cannot wait for for the next book. However, tonight, tonight you are here to talk about uh, the anthology that has just been released, work collaboration among the 24 of Dominican writers and poets. Right. Yeah. So tell us about it. I mean, just 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 go for it. I'm I'm so excited to hear everything about it. I know the launch is on Saturday, but just introduce um, the audience to that to that work. Well, as I said earlier, the the, um, mm -hmm. the book is a collection of 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 stories, short stories really, and poems. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the published, some of the, the the writers in this um, in the in the in the book has never been published before. Um, okay. So, so there is a level of, of of excitement by a lot of these you know these these um these writers who had never probably probably never gotten the um the opportunity before mm -hmm. um to 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 have their works published right um and probably you know i i think um very many writers um see it as as very difficult to get published actually you know um uh, but with i think with the ad, with the advent of electronic um publishing and self-publishing um amazon and these other um organizations or companies that offer writers a, an opportunity to to publish your works you know without going the traditional way mm -hmm. so many people i think many people were just too uh, you know timid about getting something published because of the process you had to go through um so some of the writers who are in here in this in the book actually um they have not been published before and so it has created a level of excitement for us right. um and in the in the group to have this work um published and um and ready to be to, to be distributed to the um to the uh to the to the public so it is a collection of sto short stories and poems as i as i said earlier um and they are very interesting stories. I mean, I, right. I am. I, I read a lot. Uh, I'm a, you know, I. That's one of my my hobbies. I, and and they always say a writer reads more than he writes, or he or she writes. So um, when I was reading through the, the, the draft copies of these stories, I was like, whoa! I was totally blown out of the water. You know, because the stories were. I mean, they were really, really well done. They really kept the um. They really capture the 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 the, the, the Dominicanness um, mm -hmm. that, that that exists out there, you know. So they they really caught my attention. I was like, "Well, we're going to have something good here." So um, we decided to put them together and have this published. And this is the the, the product of of this one page Dominic new stories and poems from Dominica. So the name again, what's the title? It's called Montage Dominic, New okay. Stories and Poems from Dominica. So these stories are really new. Um, as, as I said, never published before, never seen the, the um, you know, the, you want to put it that we never seen the light of day. 
And mm -hmm. so that's that even make it even more more exciting and more um, you know something that will probably grab the audience and something that we're really looking forward that mm -hmm. you know that Dominican population will will embrace and you know get you know get it in their homes, get it in their uh, to their kids, um, and just embrace it because this is really Dominica. Um, so talk a little bit about the the concept, the whole idea of doing an anthology. Um, what was the objective, um, you know, and, and maybe some of the the process of that that goes that is involved in putting together something like that. Well, um, the, the the group itself, White Kubuli Writers, um, mm -hmm. um, it's it's really a relatively young group. Um, and we started just about a year before the, before Maria. Um, okay. I I I I remember um, I had just published my my own um, publication, and I got a call, and 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 from from this uh, this really good writer in Dominica, Christine Simelda, um, and she she gave me a call, and I think she had seen my I had I had a a story about my book on this on this website, this Caribbean website. Um, Please, it just slipped my mind. Um, but so she saw. I had a, a press release of the book on that website, and she saw it, and she re and she and she contacted me, and she said, "Hey, um, you know, we're we're kind of thinking of forming this group um, of of writers, um, and if I was interested, and I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I thought probably it would be it would give me an opportunity to meet people that share the same." hobby or passion that I have. Um, and I was like, whoa, I could maybe get more books to read. When mm -hmm. we got together, I, the the idea of this, the group was really to kind of um, make, to give more publicity to Dominican literature. Uh, that was the bottom line. And so we ended up coming up with this um, idea of saying that, you know, we're going to craft authentic Dominican literature for readers at home and around the world. So that was that was kind of like our motto that we came up with. Um, right. But and so the idea behind this the, 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 this collection of stories and poems kind of had its roots in that. In that um, right. we, we wanted to put in some real authentic Dominican literature out there for readers or for people not only in Dominica but probably around the world. And so the idea came up of you know why don't we just collection of, of our own writings and, mm -hmm. and and see if we can have it published you know so so christine who um who runs a publishing house here in dominica so she was the one who kind of was the, the driving force behind this um and to use her publishing house to get this work done so her publishing house is called riverage press um and it's located in live valley and so she was the one who actually um you know put the whole process together did do the, the the final editing and um to get the final product out so what what is the name of her publishing house again let's just say uh, so everybody can know Re river rich press river rich press. Okay. press yes uh, christine actually okay. is she she writes, um, I mean, she's she written like 101 books. Um, <laughs> she's prolific. Yeah, so, she, so she's, a, she's a very prolific writer. And um, 
Mm. And so, 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 so since she has her own publishing house, you know, she only she published her own her own books and stuff like that. So she was the one who actually um, agreed to have this published uh, for for general consumption. Okay, awesome. So just for the folks who may have joined us after we started, uh, you are tuned into this week in interview with your host, Anthony Drago. You can find us, you can listen to us on tdnradio.net. You can see us on tdntv.net. We are live on Facebook, on this speaking interview Facebook page, or on TDN Radio's Facebook page. And, and my guest tonight is, is Mr. Roy Sanford, who is an author. Uh, he, his previously published work is, is Three Nights Later. Um, and but he's here tonight in his capacity as a member of the Waitukubuli Writers, and they uh, they they are just put out an anthology of new works, new works of Dominican writers. And he, he said that the, the mission of Waitukubuli Writers is to is to is to capture and publish, I guess, authentic Dominican literature, authentic Dominican literature. I'm going to take a quick break. Because um, we are at the bottom of the other hour already. So we take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, I'm going to continue talking to Roy. And he's going to tell us um, about the, the wide range of genres um, of stories that are included in the anthology called Montage Dominic. When you feel a sneeze or a cough coming, <coughs> covering your mouth prevents the spread of germs. You probably knew that. But the way you cover up also matters. And that means breaking a habit you've held near and dear all your life. Cover your nose and mouth with your flexed elbow or a tissue, not your hands. Discard the used tissue immediately. Then wash your hands. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. All right, listeners, um, thank you for staying with me through the break. And we know COVID is ever present, so that's why we always try to take a little break to remind you that you should uh, really be taking precaution, sanitize your hands, sneeze into your elbow, um, what else? Um, social distancing, wear your mask. Uh, there are the vaccines available, um, and folks have to make up their own mind about about whether they're going to take the vaccine or not, but whether you choose to take the vaccine or not, you, sh you should choose to protect yourself and protect those around you by just practicing those, those, those um, simple, very simple um, cleanliness next to godliness habits of washing your hands um, and barring them up, but invading other people's space and so on. My guest tonight on this week's interview is Mr. Roy Sanford. Roy is a member of the White Sukuguri uh, Writers, whose mission is to, is to uh, 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 paraphrase, is to, is to write and publish authentic Dominican literature. 
And he's here tonight because the, the writers group, Waisukubuli Writers, has just recently launched an, an anthology of Dominican liter literature, works, poems, and short stories. So, right, um, what are, I know you said there's 24 different authors who contributed to, to this magnificent work. Um, what are some of the different genres? Um, because I know I can talk to you about folklore all night, right? But I'm pretty sure that is not the only type of writing that's in there. So let's, let's run the listeners through some of them, um, the different um, types of stories and, and poems and so that that are in the, in the montage, Dominic. Well, it's, 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 it's wide ranging. It's, 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 a, it's very diverse. Um, so it, uh, you know, you, you have, um, stories like um, Madam Poverty and the Politician, um, things like Monty Boo, you know, things that, that deals with a little bit of, you know, a little romance in there, you know, a little bit politics in there, a little bit of um, um, folklore in there. So, so it, 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 there is a wide, wide range. It's very diverse. Um, some of them are lighthearted, especially the poems. The poems are really, really good. Um, later, um, if we have the time, maybe I would read one of the poems. And they, I mean, they are really, they are really, really, really good. So, so the the, the genres it is wide ranging. It's wide ranging. There is there is um, there there's something for everybody in this in this anthology, and it just shows how much um, talent um, that we have um, here in Dominica. That and that is one of the things that our this Waitakubuli writers. Um, want to expose. So, um, if you if you go through the book itself, you will see things like fried plantains. Uh, uh, this is the name of a poem. There's one called "Mama Mama Ever Told You." Um, there's another one called "Of Rivers," and it's as I said, it's just so diverse. It's, it is it is just so um, it's so it is so diverse that it can capture almost any genre you can think of. All the episodes oh, yeah. Dominica life. Of course, we, we wouldn't be talking Dominican if we didn't talk politics and romance, right? Well, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's, some, there's, some, there's some really good political ones. I mean, it's not controversial politics. Um, you know, you know, our politics can be very controversial and very mm. divisive. Not that type of thing we're talking about, but things that some some really light hearted um um because there is there is one written by our own um, um Nicole. Affiliation, and I mean, I I really enjoyed that that, that short story. Um, so I I don't okay. want to do any spoilers here, but you know, it is one of this really really give you a glimpse at what kind of political um, well the things that politics can actually do to you in Dominica, you know. Um, but it is very lighthearted. It's not divisive, but it's very interesting. So yes, so you, you you have stuff like that. You have a little romance. There's one, as I said earlier, there's one called Antibo. As you know, this is Creole for the kiss, and this was written by Kathy McLean. A really, really, really interesting story. Um, of, so of it, love it, sounds, and it sounds really color. It sounds really exciting. Um, you know, Dominicans are so creative. I think for. Uh, a population of our size, our creativity is so dense. When when you think of, of our music and how our music has influenced music on a global stage, little things like I do, in Dominica, 
any little um, contemporary activity, the next flu or the next whatever is named after that, you know, um, those kind of things that, and it, and, it, and it permeates throughout the country. So after the hurricane, um, if you had ration, they, they would call ration Blogodo, which is the sound of the galvanized right. road yes. in the heavy wind. And then the flu that came right after that, that, that flu was Blogodo, <laughs> you know? Yes, and, right. Um, I remember that, yes. And, and the young kids would say, in me, it's galvanized fancy I wear it. And all of those kind of things that just really endanger, engender the, 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 the development of the creativity of our people and how we as a people partake in that creativity and that culture without even realizing it, but it's threaded through our society and becomes part of us. Roy, I'm going to give you a chance to read something. Um, you mentioned that you could read a poem or you could read whatever. Um, let's yeah, sure, give the yeah. audience to a little sample of, what, of what's in the book. Right. Okay. Let me let me read this um this this poem. It's called um, Fried Plantain. Um, okay. It was written by it was written by one of our members, Ed Elick. Um, he's from mm -hmm. he's from Foncole, and um, he you know he writes he writes some he has he writes some really good poems. He has he has a, a Facebook page, a YouTube page, um, and. You know, he 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 reads his poem on YouTube, and and you can see the passion in this guy. So anyway, this one is called Fried Plantain. I am not sure. Fried plantains are the delight of every Caribbean man. Maybe it somehow grew from our roots, or maybe it's just my personal affair with this somewhat unusual fruit. Man, I love fried plantains. I love them with a, I love them plain or with a little sugar sprinkled on top. I love them cold or hot. They go down well with a, with a hot cup of kaku tea, ice cold kubuli, with some cucumber salad of salt fish on the side. There's no combination that I haven't tried. The sun could be bursting through the pleated curtains. The rain could be banging on the galvanized roof. I enjoy them anyway, and that's the truth. I have fried plantains whether I'm hungry or feel, sad or happy, sick or healthy, it doesn't matter how I feel. Nothing has ever stopped me from eating fried plantains except for that day. You stopped talking to me. That day, fried plantains lay cold and alone, craving human contact, struggling with the fact that suddenly it's an unwanted snack and oh, how it hurt my heart. We have to dump fried plantain in the garbage bin. My dearest, don't you ever do that to me again because of fried plantain. It's a really cool poem. I really love it. Yeah, I, I mean, you would think that that's how some people talk about chocolate. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so who is the what's name? What's the name of the poet? What's that? What's his name, the writer? Oh, it's Ed Eck. Ed Eck, okay. And you say he, he does stuff on he, YouTube and he has, yeah. Right. Yeah, he has, he has a YouTube and a Facebook, um, um, well, pages. You can mm -hmm. check him there. He, has, he's, he, he reads his poem. Um, he makes videos and, and, and posts them. Awesome. Right. So you can check them out. Just look, at, look for Ed Eck Poetry mm -hmm. and you will be able, you'll be able to see his, his poems. 
Do you have any other work that you can read? Any other excerpt that you plan to? I know you don't want to give too well, much of it away, but <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Um, I trying to. Well, there is. Let me let me see. Let me let me see one of the shortest stories that maybe we can just read. Um. Well, Nicole, why not read? Nicole, yeah. Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she must be listening and giggling to myself right now. <laughs> yes, she is. Actually, she's interacting with me on social media. She says, tell him, go ahead and read the story, man. Oh, no. Okay, so so this one is called, um, by Nicole, Affiliation. Mm. The interview was going well. I made the mistake of uh, allowing myself to hope. The manager scanned my certificate and I held my breath. I don't well in my... I done well in my year, five ones and two twos, and A-levels in mathematics and political science. Plus, he didn't know me personally. He was from there was still a chance. Well, young man, this looks promising. He smiled at me over his bifocals. I exhaled with a lopsided smile in return. I wiped the sweat of my palms and on my slacks. He scanned the question I have been Required to feel and dread began to twist. He looked at me quizzically. You forget to take off your political affiliation, son. Push the form from under the table at me. I knew it was, but I felt the words tumble out of my mouth. I don't have one. I'm neutral. Don't have interest in politics, I babbled. He stared at me and his bushy eyebrows rose slowly. So you support the current administration? His tone became stern. I tried to meet his gaze, but I felt so disarmed, I couldn't. I licked my dry lips. I could not again. Just tell me what you want to hear, I thought. I don't vote. I don't believe in partisan, partisan politics, I said. I heard the tone in my voice. Well, that's naive. So you must be the supporter of the opposition then. He pulled the form towards and opened and dropped it in. He carefully put my certificate back in the folder and handed them to me. Them automatically. I don't support any party I represent. I believe government of the good of all citizens, regardless of political affiliation. That put the door open and the secretary, my heart sank. He had not been at the desk when I came in an hour earlier. So I'd escaped her sharp gaze. Neighborhood, and she knew me. It was over. I stood up and stuck my hand stiffly to him. The manager did dubiously and then shook. I turned and I saw the look of recognition on his, on his secretary's face. As I left, I closed the door, but not before I heard his whisper. His head not good, you know. He was in psychiatric unit after his father died. I walked quickly and wiped away hot tears from the corner of my I could have done that job blindfolded if he had just given me a chance. I would have bit I would have been the best employer that he I caught the bus, bus home and, and stripped. I soaked my dress shirt and jacket. I had I had my dress skirt and jacket, sorry. I did my breathing exercises and repeated the mantra. All is well. All is well. All is well. I could hear the whisper voices at the edge of my consciousness trying to break through. So I built my mental wall brick by brick. 
By the time I was finished, I was exhausted but proud. I had not let the voices win. My, during, lunch, during, during a lunch hour, and we ate sandwich with dumpling. Methodically, but I could feel her eyes boring into my skull. So you open your big mouth, and you don't, and you don't get the job. Not true. Paper fork back and forth over the plate loudly. I glance up and saw her wipe her face with tissue, leaving wisp of white fluff and the frith of her eyes in the neck. She got up and pulled my plate from me. I had saved a last dumpling, and I watched gloomily as she put the whole thing in her mouth. She dropped the plate platter in the sink. All you have to say, you were voting MPP, not PPM. That's all you have to say. You're stubborn. Just she said from between clenched teeth. I watched her shoulders heave. I could feel the voices pressing against my mental will. I can't do that, mommy. Nobody should, nobody should, nobody should be forced to support a political party just to get basic human rights and necessities, I said. Keep calm. Keep calm. Don't get angry. All is well. But you're 23 years old. You do have a job. You do have a house. You do have a woman. You're in your head and you need expensive medicine. I, I cannot take all that burden. She wronged, it, she wronged it on me, holding a spoon and pointed it at me as a voice rose. How do you think medical food we have? How do you think you, you get money to go, to go to school in foreign? Your father with his big talk about democracy could never get your, he could never get a job or buy or even get the place to rent because his mouth never stopped running. It's me that have to beg the minister to send you to school. You think that was me to do? Huh? She jabbed the spoon at me, and I felt each jab like a knife stab, tearing from my fragile psyche. He was a man of India, I said. He believed in free and fair democracy. He spoke about this oppressive system. I saw the anger in the eyes become more deep, become a deep silence. He died like a dog in his own vomit because no dog take him, she said. When he was so sick that he was sitting in the hallway and was just walk, on, walk up and down by us, nobody would check him. The mate I say his name, the matron say his, his voter card, his voter card, matron say his voter card show he could, he doesn't vote and he's not a true patriot. Sorrow rose out of her and surrounded her like a black storm cloud. It looked like she was drowning in it. I said it opened my mouth to wonder, but suddenly realized it might not, it might better not be. You take your sleeping pills now? Take your pills now? She asked, her eyes narrowed suspiciously. I nodded because I couldn't trust myself to lie. I tried not to. For the hospital all week. I knew I shouldn't think like that. It was a dangerous train of thought. In my imagination, he lay on the cold floor. Was it beer concrete? Did he feel the cold seep into his fevered bones? I looked through his eyes at the I looked through his eyes at, at, at the store and the shoes flashing by. Did he regret his obsession for equality? All he had to do was to say the right word, declare his party, announce his or wave a flag to save his life, but he didn't. Instead, he died like a dog as my mother had said, had described it. I felt a fury building, not the way of life that I dictated I must align politically in order to get food, shelter, and education. I was angry at my father for his outlandish principles and refusal to conform. 
the voices echoed so loud in my head that they shattered the protective wall that I have carefully constructed. They, they ran ramp out of my mind. All is, all is well. All shall be well. My voice screamed and gave me a new mantra. He was a fool. He, he will die like a fool. My mother, her head and torso, the only thing visible from the storm cloud, only I could see, left the house. To I went to the sink and started to watch up. Gleam of the silver knives seduced me. I raised the soap of my chicken and I had two doses left in the bottle my mother had begged from a nurse at the public clinic. Because of my father, she would never have clear access to the nest. But because she attended the political party campaign meeting to eke out a life as a public toilet cleaner. Be so lucky. My father's disease that could not be compromised. This was wow. affiliation, affiliation by George Bennett. Yeah, very, very, really, really interesting story. story. Yeah. yeah, very interesting yeah. story. And, and I guess it takes us into an extreme, down the, uh, the extreme end of a path of where everything is politicized. And, and, and everything depends on political expediency. Very well written. So two completely different. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think it really captures a lot of what is good. Um, probably not in Dominica, maybe worldwide. We're, you know, so That's probably not in Dominica yet. <laughs> I, 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 but, I really thought it was sorry. Yeah, it's very, very well written. But right, you came here also, the reason why you're on tonight in particular is because on Saturday, there's a launching of the anthology, Montage Dominic. Um, right. So let's tell listeners about that, that, is that upcoming event. Yes, well, the, um, the, 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 the book will be launched on Saturday um, at the Old Mill Cultural Center at 5 p.m. So um, we were planning to have a little, something a little, little bit bigger, but, you know, because of the, of the pandemic and... Um, and and the, and the protocols and all that stuff. So um, we are trying our best to keep it as low-key as possible. Um, we're planning to have it live um, on, on Facebook, and and um, and we're also hoping to um, invite the media houses to come and cover um, what we the the event itself. So we will be. Um, meeting there at the um at the old mill cultural center to kind of introduce the, the public um to the book uh so our the writers already have have copies of the book of the book like i do here um but we have still not gone out public as yet um we're still waiting for mm. um to have the official launch and then book will be available um to the public um as of now we uh, unfortunately, we don't have it online as yet. Mm. Um, you know, and Amazon and the support. We are hoping to have this in the very, very near future. Hopefully, within the next couple of not, not even couple, but in the next week or two. Um, so, there, so listeners, your show and um, people who are in the diaspora could actually a copy and um, via Amazon um, and other. So, but right now, all we have is hard copies, 
um, which is currently available. And some of our writers um, uh, are based overseas, um, and um, they too have copies. Um, but um, mostly, I think those are based in England. I'm not sure if those are based in the US have them as yet. Um, but I'm, I, from what I know, some of where I think we have at least two or three authors from the group um, who are yes. in England and um, and did to have hard copies because the book itself was printed in England. Okay, okay, and and so it was, it is published by um, River Ridge Press. Yes, it's published by River Ridge Press. Um, okay. so yeah, so you know they 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 do they have like a website or a Facebook page or something? River Ridge Press, yes, they have a, a Facebook page. You could mm -hmm. check River Ridge Press. Um, mm -hmm. It's it, you know it's 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 a local local publishing house. Right. Um, and, um, and you know if anybody who might be interested in having a book published or printed or whatever, um, River Ridge Press would be. Um, one of the um, ways to go. Also, uh, we also have Papillot Press. And the the right. owner of, of Papillot Press um, is also a, a member of Waitu Kubuli Writers, um, Pauline yeah. Matulo. So yeah. she's also a member of, of uh, Waitu Kubuli Writers. So they too, um, they too, um, you know, can help in publishing um, writers. Although Papillot Press is um, as a more of a more of a Caribbean. Um, um, rich, but they, they do, do do work um, in Dominica. No, certainly, and so and so we invite we invite listeners to to tune in on Saturday. You say at five p.m. Dominica time, right? Five p.m. Dominica time, right? It's four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, and it will be on Facebook on what on White Kubuli um, writers. Where to be writers? Yes, yes. We're hoping to have it there, and also right. we're hoping to have some other media houses there. That Right. Um, so just all of these things will be finalized within the next two days, couple of two few days. So we'll mm -hmm. have you know all the um all the, the information for the public who really cannot attend. Well, we people cannot really attend um per se, you know, because of again as because of protocols and all that stuff. So we really don't don't um no. have that we don't really can have a big big crowd as we, you know we wanted to be. As a matter of yeah. fact, we wanted to have we wanted to have a this big bang, you know what I mean? Um, right. Because you know, it's our it's our first book, it's our first um, publication. Um, we're pretty excited about it, um, and um, you know, we wanted something bigger, but because of restri the restrictions that are in place, because of the pandemic, we have we have to have a little scale down thing. But as as I said, we're going to have to have it online and stuff, so people will be able to follow follow what okay. is going on. So what what I can do though, if 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 um it's something that can be put together and, and the writers are open on um on one of my one of my wednesday nights or even at some other I, I can organize where we can do an event especially like when the book becomes available online or when it's available for purchase um we can i am offering that to white the writers that we can do an event where you can have a few of the writers if they if they're willing to be on and to present part of the work or, or all of the work but whatever it is to really gin up the interest and to uh, and to to make people be more aware so that's an open that's an open offer to um white okay. writers 
sort of, we that, do sort of some... like, a, like like a, a media a media presentation to that. Okay, great. That that sounds like an excellent idea. I'll pass it. I'll pass it on to our members, and I'm sure some of them are listening. And um, and I, I'm pretty much sure they will they will not say no to something like that because more publicity we can get. It is you know it is it will be better for us, especially um, since we are trying to reach out to uh, the diaspora, the people out there, uh, right. America. Um, you know, so it would that would definitely help us in um kind of reaching out to them and um, publicizing it among among the diaspora. Right. Okay. Well, it, it, it's an open invitation. We can do it on this speaking interview. Um, we can devote it. We can devote that time. And I wish you and the White Kubuli writers all the best um, with Saturday, Saturday's event, with all your future ventures, and tell you thank you for what you do because it's not, I mean, capturing the stories like that, what it does is it saves it for posterity and it has it available for our kids and our grandkids to, to understand um, what, and, uh, so it's really a record of our culture and our development. So, so, Roy, I want to tell you, thank you so much for making the time to come and speak with me tonight. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the, the publicity um, that you're giving us. Um, and we definitely will organize something for um, when the book itself is available electronically. So we could have probably have another another launch. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. Um, yeah, something, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, something to that effect, um, like a launch of the electronic um, version of 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 the of the work you know uh so we really look forward to that and we really appreciate it on, on the behalf of all the people of of white Cobley writers i really want to thank you um for inviting me on um and um we really look forward to working with you in the future and as we continue our quest to to publicize or to make known dominica's authentic um literature Thank you. Thank you very much. And I want to say thank you to the listeners for, for tuning in. This has been this week in interview on TDNRadio.net. I want to say thank you to our sponsor as well, Beacon Dental Group. Um, really state-of-the-art and modern dental facilities and services located in uh, on Blue Hill Avenue in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, the folks over there are a wonderful team. Um, Beacon Dental Group. Check them out, BeaconDentalGroup.com. You can also find them on their Facebook page. And thank you to the, to the staff uh, who always make such a, a, a great effort to make this show successful. Tune in on Saturday. Um, the White Kubuni writers are launching their anthology of, um, of new writers, new works. And, and you got a little sampling, a little sprinkling of it. Um, I, you know, I heard this poem about Fry Planted and in my mind just went like fry planting is Dominica's chocolate because all, most of us have that relationship with fry, fry planting where it's, it's our comfort food, it's our sustenance, it's our go-to snack and all of that. So Roy, I, I want to say thank you again and um, listeners, we will do this again next week, Wednesday. Have, have a great week and um, stay safe from COVID and from all the other stuff that's coming at us. Good evening.